Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 41. On this episode, Dine Peace and I go camping. We got the juicy bits, including Cardi B making bocktails, a sandwich bread themed episode of Sauce on You, Casey Rebecca Noons of Media Noche, and more. Episode 41, come back San Cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Hold up, bitch, sit down. Be hungry. Hungry. Hey guys, it's Dine Peace. It's Chavid. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 41. Yo, thank you for coming through as always. What you been up to? Um, well, I got to give a shout out first. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. Yeah, with, with our hella good company fam, um, we threw a podcast meetup a couple weeks ago here in Oakland. What was it called? Pod Recognized Pod? PRP, Pod Recognized Pod. So thanks for everyone that came through. Um, you know, like, like Flan was saying when we were there, podcasting is a pretty solitary medium. Like we don't, it's kind of our bubble, right? So to get to meet a lot of other folks that kind of do the same thing and have the same gripes or the same successes, it was cool to go through that together. So too many people came through the show to name all the shows, but we'll, we'll put them in a post later. Thank you for all the podcasts that came through and all the folks that appreciated podcasts. It was fun to kind of connect, because on this show, we connect with a lot of food people. So to connect with a lot of like of these audio, more audio-based people that kind of Connecting go through this. Connecting with people that, that do, have we, share similar yeah, interests, we all but share not stories. the same yeah. topic. Yeah, so it was, really, it was really dope to see all that together. So shout out to 7th, uh, shout, oh, we should probably not promote any rights. We can't. Oh. Yeah, shout out to 7th West for uh, having us, and uh, we hope to do it again. So if you came through and you had a good time, um, well, one, thanks for listening to our show. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at another one when we can announce it. Oh, one more shout out too to uh, your you your old favorite, my new favorite, uh, RT Rotisserie. So good. They randomly reposted our chicken photo. No, the other that's day. awesome. So it was just cool to be on their page. So shout out to them. Um, I look forward to eating there more often. Whew. All right, enough about me. What you been up to? So I was not at the pod. Recognize pod. Because I went camping. You, yeah, you, yeah, you did. <laughs> forty of our homies got together. It was uh, forty something actually. Ish, yeah. We got together. Uh, we went camping for past guests of our show, Jugmac. We went to Camp Jugna. Camp Jugna, Camp Juggerna. Yeah, there, was, there were many variations of this weekend. Hey, um, same, but same, same vibe though. And so, shout out to Spooky P. My, <laughs> my favorite thing about <laughs> camping is, what, what are we gonna eat outside? Yeah, and. Uh, and so there was since there were so many people, everyone that uh, each camp was basically in charge of whatever they wanted to eat amongst themselves. So there are four different camps total, right? Four different camps total. I joined the party later after the pod meetup. Yeah. For and context. So for my camp, we did chicken tacos. We had two different kinds of chicken tacos. Um, for breakfast, I just brought like shin ramen bowls and then Vienna sausage and a fried egg and my chili oil. That's my favorite. I still eat that to this day. <laughs> um, that's definitely my college meal. And um, Hedron brought oysters. I miss the oysters. Yes. And then uh, Saturday night, I made a, a grilled cheese and tomato bisque soup. And it was perfect for cold weather. Yeah, I got there just in time for that. And that was a and you big... Brought, you pl- brought lamb sausage. I like, brought we bur- had a really good w- camp. Our site. camp, yeah. The whole camp ate really well. Yeah, really I brought well. some, some Berkeley Bowl made lamb sausage. Um Brought some produce I didn't get to cook. Um, brought s'more stuff, like but like bougie s'more stuff. Yeah, was, no, it, was it was great. great but not only that, like shout out to other campsites too. So Friday night, I don't know how it happened, but I became the Palo Santo fairy, 
and they made me go around to every site to bless the sites. But you know, while I was there, take a little bite too. Like I got to nibble on everyone's food. So shout out to uh, the microwaves. They made a tilapia soup Ooh, on I Friday that. night. And I was like, oh, I'm done with, I don't need my chili oil anymore. So I brought it over to them. That sounds amazing. And it was, it was like the nice finishing touch on there. Um, I also had, uh, what else did I have that was like really stellar? At the main camp, I really liked some of the Filipino spaghetti. Um, I had yes, a really good the sinigang. Tamperado. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the morning, shout out to Hugh. Yes. Yo, we need to get him on the show soon. Hugh needs to be on the and show Tia. for sure. And Tia. Uh, Hugh made Tamperado uh, for Sunday, the last day. Um, I saw someone making... Uh, they were using the outdoor stoves to make pizza, um, uh, chocolate chip, almost like a pizuki without the ice cream. Yeah. I saw that happening. We had some pretty innovative camp food going on. No, that w- it was so great. So, yes, I love camping, and my be- favorite part of camping is the camp food. Yo, hit us up with your camping suggestions or what yeah, you like to eat camping. Yeah, let me know. Like, we want to know what are your camp hacks. Your your What, what do you eat when you go camping? Yeah, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Oh, man. Um, Actually, that's a perfect segue to what I wanted to talk yeah. about next, what I've been up to. Um, I finally got to check out one of your favorites uh, in Bodega Bay. Oh, Yo, yes. Spuds is the truth. Spuds is amazing. It's so good. It's so simple. So Spud, I, I discovered, not discovered it, a co-worker, I work in North Bay, so a lot of my co-workers do all that stuff up there. So she recommended to go to Spud, Spuds for... Um, the clam chowder and uh, the crab sandwich. So when I first heard this name, I thought it was they had potatoes or something because yeah. you think spud. Yo, they, that's not the case at all. I don't know how many years. I want to say it's over 10 years, but they've won the uh, best clam chowder for the last 10 years plus. Um, you know, it's a $12 crab sandwich that's, that's the size of my forearm. That's insane, dude. Here it'd be like 25 plus. And uh, the clam chowder is amazing. I dip the, the crab sandwich into the clam chowder. I eat half of each, and I take the other half, and I eat it for lunch the next day, and it's so good. I ate the whole thing in one sitting because I'm that person. <laughs> you, are, you are that dude. Was, and I ate some of the Camino chili dog you left for the table. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Because so I, I had zero hot dog at the campsite, <laughs> so I bought one chili cheese dog from the, the crab sandwich place for the table. <laughs> Yo, so. like, when I when I heard best clam chowder, whatever, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, all clam chowders are pretty comparable. There's definitely does feel like a little it's level really above. Good. I do want to go back and try the red now though, because I know like obviously no one really cares about the the Boston version as much. I don't like, care about it. But I'm curious now if they're if their New England style is this good. And now that I've had how good the the New England style is, I do want to give the red one a try. So if I go back, that's what I'm gonna go for. Yeah, no, I love Spud. Spud's great. I love it. It's so cheap and delicious, and it's very simple. And and it's a crab sandwich. So all you do is just taste crab. Yeah, no, that's there was it was not heavy in the mayo, which I thought actually there was like little to no I mayo in there at all. I know a lot of folks are fans of Nick's and Pacifica. I've never been. Have you been to Luke's in Soma? No, it's I newer. haven't either. It's by my work. I thought it was pretty good. So a lot of people are like, oh, Nick's is better. Dude, and I know I th- the people who listen know that they said this. Oh, really? Uh, but I was like, well, what's different? I'm like, well, you get more. I was like, but how much is it? Oh, it's double the cost. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. pay half right. for almost as much. Yeah. And it was delicious. The lines weren't that long because I feel like that line, if it had been closer to us, would have been insanely long. But we only had to wait for like 10 minutes. Yeah, not bad at all. Yo, uh, that, Spuds was the truth. Like, I can't Love wait to spuds. go back there now. Yeah. And the secret baker that I'll talk about later that yes, I don't want to yes. really fully say because <laughs> I'm protecting it. Yes. What else have you been up to? Oh, man. So I did my first bang, bang pop-ups. I've never done two days in a row of two different things of cooking. And it was a lot of work, but I'm glad it's over. And I know I don't think I ever want to do it again. But I learned a lot. Mm. And um, 
So quickly. Actually, I know I didn't have a shout out, but I want to shout out to Nina, Nina Chop. She's oh, like my right also hand. Also former guest of the show. She's my right hand person for Anchovy Bev, and she's like shines so much, and she's hungry to learn, and we both are doing something we really like to do, and it's for a greater, greater good. You know, we're we're sharing food that we really like to other people. I, I think that's great, and I love that she's really stepped up and um, really taken on, and like. And learn so fast. Like, I can show her how to make one thing, and she does it. Like, the baby clam salad. Yeah. that That's hers now. You could say it <laughs> runs in her jeans. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Uh, bang, bang, pop-ups. That was crazy. So, real quick for listeners, what would you serve at each one in it where? Uh, sat- Saturday, I was at Seven Stills. We did tacos. We did a chicken lop. Um, also, a five spice jackfruit. And, a, like, a boiling crab shrimp taco Ooh. and then uh esquites with the so like the vietnamese corn we do a lot of like uh green onion oil so i just did a it's called malhan and put on top of the Ooh, esquites yeah. so i went to your laughing mom papa before that was it was it still the same level was it pretty comparable to how busy it was uh no it was equally busy <laughs> yeah because that one that one was super crazy was like you're fun. outside the fun. weather was good the tacos weather was were nice flying. it was pretty hot we were in the shade it was all good um sunday Back at Dolores Outpost, did bun me there. The Dolores Outpost guys are just really fun to work with. That Super bread you chill. get, it, that bread you get is so good. I made the I made the Sunday one. I didn't make the Saturday one. I made the Sunday one. Shout out to Bui Fong in Oakland. Best best bun me bread. I yeah in the Bay for sure. Something tells you me we might be talking about that later in the show. But go on. <laughs> Um, so yeah, both are really fun, and uh, I don't recommend it to do it. <laughs> the back to back. The back to back. Yeah, it was it was really hard. I think Saturday night, Nina and I felt a little fatigue, and like we're like, fuck, we, we st- I still have a batch of meatballs to make. Yeah. You pulled it together though, because I think Sunday turned out really good, and I really thought. And it was to tasty. be honest, we could have like went to bed earlier and not stayed up and played Uno. <laughs> so sometimes Uno's got to happen. Uno's got to happen. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. What's excited me about food recently is, so La Palma, so I get my tortillas from oh, La Palma. Oh, yeah, you did say this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that they made their burrito tortilla to order. What? And, yeah. And so I watched the dude, like, r- like kind of roll the ball up a little bit again because it's already pre-rolled on a, on a sh- uh, mm-hmm. baking sheet. R- rolls it up again a little bit, puts it in the press, and it comes this giant circle, and he throws it on the La Pancha, and you see it bubble up. And then my chorizo and potato and egg, like, rolled oh, up. Oh, you went for a breakfast burrito. I didn't I know what kind you got. Burrito, Ooh, yeah. nice. And I was like, damn, why is this so far from me? Because this is a game changer. Like, the, uh, there's no good breakfast burritos in the ba- in San Francisco. I mean, there's, there's a lot no, of them, but not a lot of them are good. Not Yeah, and I struggle with this. And now I'm... Fucked because now I'm gonna have to like well, Saturday morning. I'm gonna have to take a car, clear across town to get this burrito. Yeah, well, I heard you say the P word, and when it comes to breakfast burritos, you know how I stand no potatoes, no interest. So yeah. I'm glad you had the potatoes in there. Yeah, because had, the, had you not said that, I probably wouldn't have been listening as intently as I was. And like, usually, like a chorizo breakfast burrito, there's no rice or beans, but this one had refried and rice, and I wow. I was down with it. I yeah, was well, like, this I think is anything good. for that grease to sop into to kind of turn that red color. It's a win for me. So as long as it's a vehicle for that flavor, I'm in. Yeah. So this is the, now my second time of having a fresh tortilla burrito. Shout out to Marfa Burrito. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm hooked. Wow. And I now, need to go try it now. now I haven't had it yet Now, either. like, I used to complain about a $20 breakfast burrito downtown. Now it's going to cost me that much because I'm going to have to take a car to go Just to, to La Palma from here. Nice. Jesus. 
Well, so I guess if we're talking about food items we're really happy about, I'm surprisingly really into these new fries I just had. I mean, I know oh, yes. listen to the show and I'm a big fry enthusiast, potato enthusiast in general. Um, actually, while waiting for you to get set up at your last last pop up at uh, Laughing Monk Seven Stills, um, I went with last show's guest Sanchezy to go to B and J Burgers on was it third? I don't know somewhere down where Laughing Monk is, uh, Bayshore area. Bayshore area. I was blown away by how good the fries were. It yep. was a classic, been there for forever diner. Uh, sadly, got there too late for breakfast, so wasn't able to get anything uh, breakfast related. Even though, like, I saw people with plates of it because they had already previously got it. Um, so I just got some burgers and some fries and a fish sandwich and some jalapeno poppers to get bring back for the squad while you're setting for the pop up. But yo, those fries like really got so me still good. thinking about them because they're kind of similar to like English chips, but not as thick. They weren't like crispy, crispy, like crunchy, crispy, but they had like that dense crunch to it, kind of like. It like reminds me of a no, like a diner fries. It was. It reminds me of buff, my old diner Buffy's. Fries, like I would have I expected. So much. I would have expected an old school place like this. I would have had no problem if they used frozen fast food fries. Like plenty of burger places do that, and it's fine. The fact that they like went the extra step to do these hand cut ones that I could tell were, I don't know, maybe it was a peanut oil fry, but. They were almost like soggy, but like satisfying soggy, half crunchy. So the texture good. was insane. And, you know, they didn't need much salt. Um, I'm still thinking about these fries. So And what's crazy about it is like I so I on the way to the pub, I went past that, too. And I saw so many people outside and, you know, instantly like I did the neck turn and I was like, what is this place? I need to know more about this. Yeah. And then we met up and we both kind of talked about it. And you're like, like I'm fucking gotta, down. I'm going to go. Going. <laughs> I'm out. See you in a few. Yeah. I'm glad I did. Those are my. I'm still thinking about those fries. Those are currently so right good. now my favorite fries. Thinking about them. Oh, okay. We got a we got a whole lot else to talk about in this show, but I'm gonna keep thinking about these fries. Yes. It is now time for the juicy bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. All right. What do we got this week? Uh, this first one is from Refinery Twenty Nine. Fancy, artsy. So I'm kind of excited about this one. <laughs> I wonder wh- why so? Why so? Uh, because I love Cardi B. Okay. All right. So Cardi, what's she doing? She's making moves. Money moves. Uh, bocktail moves. <laughs> she's trying to trademark bocktails. <laughs> I was gonna do an owl, but I'm not gonna do. It. <laughs> no, good for her. I think this is um. That's that's for for the the few people who live under a rock that does not know where Cardi comes from. It comes from Bacardi. And if that's, you don't know who she is, uh, you definitely live under a rock. I'm not sure if it's self-titled or what, but she goes by Bacardi, and, and her sister is uh, Hennessy. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are uh, booze enthusiasts, I would say. Veterans. Yes. So uh, Cardi B is trying to trademark bocktails. Um, and if you can't put two and two together... It's just cocktails, but with her initial in front of it. I don't even feel like I, I don't know why I had the necessary need to feel like I needed to say that. Um, so not sure what's going to happen with it um, is what I understood. So the article says the, tra- the trademark application reveals plans to someday make this content available for both online and TV. Um, oh, she's been, um, she's been, uh, Bocht- oh, she's actually going to do it as a show called Bocktails with Cardi B. And it's a source of entertainment services consisting of episodes for distribution. So and so I didn't even know this is a thing because in the article it mentions that some bartenders call drinks bocktails because it's a cocktail with beer in it. Oh, I've always seen, I've always heard beer tail. 
So I guess this oh, is, but I, I guess this I is a way to put that together too. Tales too. too. I don't you, think I've ever heard mocktails. But then you hear mocktails when, yeah, well, obviously when you're talking about with one with no booze in it. But I mean, I don't, I don't blame her for this hustle. I mean, it's not a word that I'll need. So if it gets out there and she does good from it, like good I for her. I was honestly hoping that like she was gonna make like a boot like her own liquor. Oh, that would be cool too. Like like everyone else. The article does specify it's nothing beer related, just liquor related. So I mean, maybe there's some hope for that in the future if this if this goes well. Maybe that means that. Um, so who knows? Yay for bocktails. Yeah, I mean, all my all the hip hop listeners this pod know if uh, if you listen to YG, I just want to say bicking back, bipping bocktails. <laughs> just bicking back, bipping on some bocktails. So the second one is from Business Insider. IHOP debuts a burger with a pancake bun as the chain reignites the IHOB with a B controversy. Was that last year already? I guess so. Do you remember that? I do. They made such a big deal out of it. And there were the, the... I remember, like, Twitter was going off about it. And I feel like the conspiracy people went to plan. Like, they wanted people coming up with all these theories and all these things. And then I think they kind of, they kind of, the balloon kind of deflated a little bit once they, you know, revealed it was just meant burgers. And they didn't even do any cool new burgers or anything with it. They just no, wanted they to promote nothing. their own burgers. Bad move. Well, maybe it was a smart move. Maybe. Okay. Because we're talking about it now. Well, now that it looks like, according to this article, it looks like they finally made a move about it. They actually finally put out a burger with a pancake in it. Oh, okay. I thought they replaced the bun with the pancake. That wouldn't have been bad either. I was confused because I was just saying like, oh, so they just copycatted the McGriddle. Yeah. And then I was like, then I saw the photo. I was like, no, it kind of looks more like a Big Mac. That's a lot of carbs. Yeah. Well, again, we're big fans of carbs on carbs in this show. I don't know uh, about that. You're going to meet later if you want to see the photo. This is the photo. Yeah, very food styled. I mean, I feel like it kind of gives you the Big Mac, the Big Mac feel by going for this because it's like. It actually doesn't look like um, a pancake to me. It looks like a fried egg that's like, not droopy. <laughs> kind of, I think it's the lighting too. Maybe. Because I can see like the, you know, the dough like, edges. My pancakes don't look like that. Yeah. I mean,. I would try it. Would you try it? No. No? What I don't think you... I will. A, I've never been to IHOP because I had I grew up in a family. We had a diner, mm. so I would never go there. So it looks and, like. Uh, oh, now sorry. that I don't have this diner, I still won't go there. <laughs> so it looks like IHOP debuted the three new burgers um, the Monday prior to recording this. So Wait, they have three different kind of pancake burgers? I guess so. It looks like it. It looks like a Monday. The chain announced that it's adding more burgers to the menu that it will call these burgers pancakes. In response to angry customers' demands that IHOP stay in breakfast line, the breakfast line lane. So it's kind of a way of saying they still want to do what they want to do, but at the same time, they're like poking fun of how the campaign went last year. I mean, good for you, IHOP. IHOP. <laughs> IHOP. IHOP. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> so this last one is from Fresh News Now. With hyphens in between. If you guys <laughs> want to visit the site. Whatever. Yeah, this looks like a kind of sketchy site, but this is a reputable story because I think it came from a couple other places too. So this is a Look Ma No Hands <laughs> restaurant <laughs> where waiters feed diners with chopsticks and lift drinks into their mouths. It's launching in the UK. I feel like whenever we talk about one of these kind of restaurants, it's not in America. No. It's always in Europe. They're always trying new stuff. Probably in the UK always. I commend that stuff. Like there's those nudist restaurants. There's all these crazy concepts they have with all these. I'm, you know, I I appreciate the innovation attempts. So a no hands restaurant is opening in London where diners at the pop. Oh, it's a pop up. Also, though, I love the names called hands off with an exclamation mark. (laughs) Oh, gosh. We'll be fed a Japanese tasting menu by waiters using chopsticks. 
They'll even uh, have drinks lifted into their mouths for them. The restaurant will... <laughs> o- okay, so it's only going to be open for four days. For $25, tickets need to be purchased in advance. All proceeds will go to charity. That's, that's, that's nice. Uh, but what does it have to do with charity? <laughs> or eating, being fed to you by hand with chops. I feel like this is a very stressful job to have. Like, think about, if you're working here, think about how much delivery you're expected to perform successfully every day. I mean, this is, it's a really personal thing. Because, like, everyone's gauge is different. Of, like, like you know? opening your mouth and getting... Like, pers- how much to pour, what a, per- what a person can handle at each bite. Like, that's, that's really personal. Yeah. How does, like, the onboarding process for this work? Do you have to fill out, like, <laughs> a questionnaire? An in- interview before? Because I'm assuming you're, desi- you're designated a server, right? I, I assume. And I'm curious, like... There's going to be some misconversions too. Like, what are you going to happen in the event of like a, a missed connection? There's going to be a lot of droppage, I'm assuming. There's going to be I a mean, lot. I mean, I hope for they, they got pros to do this. Like, that's what I said. I like, if you interview for this position, do they have you like pick up a lot of objects on a table and like shuffle things with chopsticks to sh- show that you're worthy for this job? I have a lot of questions. I mean, I know we'll be heading to this part of the world later on this year, but I don't think this will be happening anymore. Oh, like, this is how crazy it is. Like, I had a, an ex that would try to feed me things, and that sh- I hate it. No. no. Very personal thing, like you said. It's very personal. I don't want other people, like, I mean, yes, there's times where, like, I'm prepping and both of my hands are dirty. Like, okay, yes, that's okay. But my hands are, are free to eat. I don't need someone else to put stuff in my mouth for me. Dude, did you see the, the, like, the, stock, the, like, the promo image that came with the article? It's it's ridiculous. It looks like a high fashion shoot, but like, oh yeah, it's no, not okay. It's three people sitting down, and then like two people are kind of both serving. And a guy has his phone out too, of course, because if it didn't, if it wasn't on the gram, it didn't happen. Well, because you have a free hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Dime piece is gonna open a beer, and then it's that time. It is that time. No, you're supposed to ask me what time it is. <laughs> you already said it's the time. Oh. What time is it? Besides <laughs> this Gimlet beer time. Thank yeah. you, Seven Stills. It's called Sauce on You, the most controversial bit on this podcast. We <laughs> we pick three food items. You've got to pick one and never have again. And uh, we are joined by a very special guest today. Uh, who we got over here? We have Casey. It me. It, it you. you. It Sandwich you. Sandwich bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, tell the folks uh, what that title means. I'm the executive chef at Medianoche in the Mission in San Francisco. Um, yeah, we make Cubanos, and one of my nicknames is La Planchita, the Iron <laughs> I love Lady. It. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, so. I hope that's on your business card. I don't have business cards. You should make one just know. with that. I, just for it. It should just, just, a, be, like, it just says press. that like, only. It, it should yeah. just be the sandwich press. Yeah. It should yes. be the technical drawing of the presses that we use. Just yeah emblazoned on I can help card. you with that. Yeah, let's do that shit. Yeah. I actually <laughs> want to get like a sandwich press like as a tattoo. But then but you got to really pick like, the right model, right? Probably do the right research yeah, for the model and you the want. Yeah, the right angle and if yeah. I want a sandwich on it and like but like my tattoo artist shout out to Jen Wong, picture machine tattoo on Gary. She's amazing and she's done like all my like dumb food tattoos and so she totally gets it. So I'm oh, man. we're going to figure it out. You know the only cubano I've ever had is from Medianoche. Really? And I went to Cuba last month. Yeah, you know that. I, I listened was very to the episode. Shocked. I was very shocked about that. I listened I mean, to the episode. I had a sandwich in Cuba. I don't know if it was a Cubano. But it's, there well, they just call it a sandwich. Cubano, 
<laughs> Cubanos are like my. It's like Miami Cuban. That's what I. Yeah. That's know? what I. And a lot learned. of a lot of that cuisine is uh, influenced. Not just, not in Cuba. Exactly. <laughs> Actual Cuban cuisine is very different than like. Uh, yeah. What Cuba, Miami Cuban, Cuban, food, Cuban, Cuban yeah. food is. Yeah. yeah. My disclaimer: I'm not Cuban, but this is what I know about it. Yes. <laughs> hey, but delicious is delicious. Thank and you. Uh, the times I've been in Medio Noche, I've enjoyed my food very much. Thank you. Yes. Um, Thank you. I appreciate but that. speaking about sandwiches, uh, we're going to talk about sandwich bread today. So, you guys ready? I'm so fucking ready. All right. <laughs> so, can I tell you I wrote an essay when I was 14 about bread. about bread and cheese? Oh, you're ready for this. I'm fucking I was oh. I'm oh, have it somewhere still. You know, oh my someone does have it. I it was like handwritten my best friend's cousin. <laughs> I think it's Brian I'm going to send this to him because I want him to remember. He Brian, has get the it. essay. Brian Terry. I feel like he has it. It's talking about bread and cheese. It's the most perfect combination of food. And you can have bread, cheese. You can have <laughs> you have cheese in bread, but you can never have bread in, in cheese because then it'd be all yeasty and shit. And I actually wrote that. Brilliant. <laughs> it'd be all yeasty and shit. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I was to... very stoned, and I was like 14 years old, sitting around a campfire. So, wow. Um, yeah. We need to find this. Yes. Stat. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brian Terry is the person who has it. I Brian, get the essay. Yeah, we'll transcribe it. it. Yes. Okay. Well, now that I know that you are very prepared for this segment, <laughs> yes, we have Dutch Crunch, Brioche, and Bon Me Bread. So baguette. Okay. We'll start with Dime Piece. Um, I recently saw a meme. And it was it was ta- it talked about Dutch Crunch and it was like, sorry I, c- I came late for s- whatever reason because the roof of my mouth was tore up. <laughs> it was something like I couldn't yeah. do something because the roof of my mouth was tore up from this Dutch Crunch. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, but that, yeah, what does that leave your stance on it though? <laughs> just saying, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Dutch Crunch. It's too thick for me in mm. a sandwich. It has a very short good span. Yes. Mm. And, Sh- short and, good span. You know and. It is a like well loved bread in San Francisco. It really is, and I order it often. Mm-hmm. I'm often disappointed. I, I, Almost I, I, every I agree time. With you on that. <laughs> like I said, like I said, there's a very, it's it's very limited in its enjoyment. Okay. I think that's the problem, which, the and also it, tears your. Like yeah. mouth apart. The thing is, I do, I do like it. Yeah. Turn it upside down. <laughs> yeah. Juan said to turn it upside down. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But okay. I do like it, but it's not my favorite. Okay. Brioche, I don't have all the time, but when I do, it, I'm pleasantly surprised most of the time. Okay. Mm. And I feel I like mean, I feel like I know where this I'm is going. I'm biased because <laughs> I'm Vietnamese. So I fucking love bun me. I love. Baguette. I feel like this is very bad. So you're which Dutch one's going Crunch for you? is gonna go for me. Dutch Crunch is gone. Just because it's, I've had more cons than pros. I, mm. I, I'm gonna, yeah, that will be it for me. All right, Casey. <laughs> you know, it's pretty easy for me to say that Bami bread is not going anywhere. Like yeah. that's that one's got to stay. That's it's between the other two because I have issues with both of them. All the issues we talked about, just Dutch Crunch earlier. Those are definitely like oh they're fact for me. They're yeah fact. they're fact yeah but the thing about brioche is that like I think what annoys me is when people make that their burger bread yeah and I'm no. like are you dumb <laughs> like I'm so I'm so tired of seeing burgers on brioche yeah like that shit is gonna disintegrate yeah. like we, we I have brioche in the restaurant that's what Medio Noche is yes it's Cubano fillings 
for those of you who don't, it's Cubana fillings, ham, roasted pork, pickles, mustard, Swiss, on brioche instead of a Cuban bread. Mm-hmm. Gotta have the pointy cut too. Triangle cut is a must. But on a Cubano, but yeah. a, on brioche, that's well, yeah. that's a medio mm-hmm. So just, it's a little smaller, it's a little sweeter. Anyway, that shit is so delicate. The press will blacken the fuck mm-hmm. out of it. It actually is just like kind of the bane of my existence sometimes, like at work. I'm like, oh my God, why are you so finicky? And I just hate seeing it on burgers. And I hate, I hate seeing it on menus with burgers. It's just, brioche has got to go. Okay. It's got to go. No, even need to defend the Dutch crunch. You hate that more than the No, I, I think that like, I also just like the. I mean, I like chewy bread. I think there's something, even with all its faults, Dutch Crunch. It's kind of like when people hate on its its. You're like, okay, well, this I know it's not the best fucking thing, but like, there's something I like about it. There's something nostalgic about it's nostalgic, it. Nostalgic, I get that. You know, brioche can go fuck it. itself I had my because I had just a couple years ago, and I was like, yeah, I we don't made get fun it. a birthday cake out of its its a couple years ago. I don't get it. But, I, no, that's but I'm not from here. That's okay. I yeah. mean, no, I it reminds that. me of, I mean, this could be a whole other thing. It does remind me of faking toe cramps at swim practice and at Montclair <laughs> it Swim puts you, Club. It puts you at that place. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, when I'm like, I have a toe cramp. And then they like wrap you in the well, big the like, like I don't blanket have that thing and you get ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Anyway, bye, Brioche. Okay. All right, Chavin. All right. Um, I will start um, on Flan's side. I am a very high-key Dutch Crunch enthusiast. Um, and, and we talk about chasing dragons often a lot on this show. Like, if something's bad, but you know you've had it really good those few times, yeah. this is one of those things that keeps me coming back. Like, I'll, I'll forego every mediocre Dutch Crunch because when you have a good one... I agree with you. There's, like, no better bread. It, it, like, it's you the, know it exists. The crunch is so <laughs> delicate, it won't carve your mouth up because it's so, like, it's so... Like it's give. like a crisp crunch. It's not like a hard crunch. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like perfect Dutch crunch trumps perfect any of the two other breads. Um, even when I get my like sandwich at work, I'll be healthy and try to get wheat. Then I'll see it over there. I'm like, no. Nah, ain't nobody getting crunch. wheat. <laughs> I'm trying Don't, to fool myself, ain't okay? Ain't nobody getting wheat and enjoying it. I'm trying Let's to fool myself. Because yeah. I'll, I'll see it in like, true. I'll see they're, it like in the little. trying to psych themselves out. I'll yeah. see healthy. it in like the little counter for it, but then I'll see like the Dutch crunch roll on the side and I'll always cave for the Dutch crunch roll. Even if I know it's going to be chewy, only chewy because it's been sitting there, I don't care. I'm a, I'm a hike. Maybe it also is from being from around here too, but I'm a very, very big proponent of Dutch Crunch. I'll w- forego every bad one to have a good one. With that said, um, I think I got to drop brioche as well. Um, I've never had one that blew me away. Like they've always been fine, and it's always been like, it's always played second fiddle to whatever else I was having it with. Whereas I feel like the other two breads, if really good on their own, can kind of be the star. Like, some, we've all had sandwiches where the fillings were okay, but the bread was like, oh, my God. I've mm-hmm. never had that situation happen with brioche. And, again, I've enjoyed it, but never nearly as much as banh mi bread. So, for me, I've got to get rid of brioche as well. Yeah. I, you know, and I work with this bread every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I still got to let You're it like, go. You're like, bye. Yeah. I'm out of it. When it's, I mean, it's fine. It's never, like, my go-to. Yeah. It's never a go-to for me either. No. But I don't have it often. And when I do, I, mean, what, I enjoy it. What I think is interesting <laughs> like is that sourdough was not on this. Because sourdough is staying no matter what. Okay, <laughs> me. okay good. Okay, sourdough okay. is my number yeah, one sa- bread. I, like, I fucking love sourdough. I love sourdough yeah. for everything. E- sourdough everything. Literally sourdough makes, everything. make sourdough, like, a thing for everything. Yeah. 
It works in every situation. Oh, God, it's so good. See, okay, see, that's you're why, right. You're that's, right. That's, that's why we couldn't have it because it'd be too obvious that it would stay. Like that you like, said, yeah. you're like dump all breads. All breads. All, all breads are sourdough fucking canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I see like good sourdough, like every bread is canceled for me. Even yeah. Dutch oh. Crunch. Yeah. Oh, Dutch Crunch is like fucking like throw this shit in the garbage. Yeah. Actually, Gout Clout and Pam took me to a bakery a couple weeks ago. It's so good. I don't even say it on mic yet because I don't want to blow it up too much, even if people know about it. I'll tell you guys when we when we cut because I'm blown. I just finished no. my loaf yesterday. I mean, I told my coworkers in North Bay, and they're like, "Oh, that's our spot." Oh <laughs> yeah, I I just I just finished my loaf yesterday. I'm very sad it's done, and it was a rye sourdough. I gotta tell you the um, I don't I don't know if they're selling it. I'm not entirely sure, or if they're just making it. But Angela Pinkerton gave me a loaf of her sourdough, and it fucking blew my mind. Really? Ugh. Like she was testing it, and I was just like. I'm just so grateful for our <laughs> friendship right yeah. now. Like, because I think you're a wonderful human being. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also incredibly talented. And this bread fucks. Yeah. I this think, bread fucks so hard. <laughs> I think so far in my life, too, the best bread I've ever had was, like I told you, the sourdough at Comey mm-hmm. um, in Oakland. Oh, my God. I had it. And I don't think mm-hmm. I've still had a better loaf Personally, uh-huh. I love that this segment turned into like a sourdough appreciation but thread. But you know what I <laughs> like? You know dude? what I fuck with too? Uh, Sons and Daughter does the bread course. They oh, do bread. Yeah. It's not a bread pairing, okay. but each course comes with a different type of bread or a butter or something. And that's the first I've ever seen anything like that. And I that's really, cool. I really love Sons and Daughters because of that bread thing. Because of the bread situation. The bread situation. I appreciate that. Oh man, that was a spirited one. <laughs> Oh man, I'm really passionate. We're all we're all very passionate about bread, and I love that. I love bread. Let's yes. let's bake. So basically, bake it's like we've yeah, all chosen good. one, but then it's also like all but those breads can fuck themselves. Yes. Sour- because, <laughs> because sourdough. sourdough. <laughs> once, once sourdough gets to the party, it's like fuck you guys. Fuck you. <laughs> I love sourdough. Yo, thank you so much for coming through, Casey. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Visit her at Medianoche. Yes. Yeah. You got an IG or anything anyone can find you at? I do. Um, I. Uh, IG handle is at scene change go. Um, yeah, it's a, my nerdy theater reference from another life. Um, oh, also, I am starting a pop up in the fall. What? Which I am. Talk about it. Yeah, plug it real quick. One yeah. Time. Um, so not real quick. Take as much time as you want. Um, it's I'm like super nervous about it, but it's a uh, it's gonna be called Broke Bitch Diner. Yo, I love um, that name. Yeah, so it's just it's gonna be things. I don't know. It's kind of hard to find for me, not because I don't really know what I'm doing, but kind of that too. Gotcha. It's just stuff that like... You really want to make? I really want to make and stuff that I made when I was super broke and teaching myself how to cook Uh and just stuff that I like cobbled together in my kitchen. But like based on the flavor profiles that I love the most and that I grew up with growing up in Oakland and in the Bay Area. So heavy, heavy Asian influence and... Maybe return of uh, Casey Katsu? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, if you had Casey Katsu at boardroom, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's your pop up. You make but it. But yeah, you make. I, the first thing um I'm doing is noodles, broke bitch noodles. That was like my my first thing that I really love to make. And I started doing a hashtag hashtag broke bitch meals. Um, someone else does it and actually it's their handle on Instagram. But like, if you look, it's like 400 something pictures and most of them are mine. And most of them are yours. Yeah. So when Um, is this going to happen? Uh, September sometime, uh, the date, uh, TBD, it's Uh going to be at Reams. 
Oh, Ooh. awesome. Yeah. Shout out to East Oakland. Yeah, so like also, y'all don't have any excuse if you live in the city because if you know how to take BART, literally leave the station. It's on your right. Yeah. So, yep. also, Reem's a homegirl. I respect and support and love her very much. Yo, I can't wait. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited slash nervous about that. Um, I just started like an IG for that. I only have I was going to ask you, are you going to make a separate handle for at, that? At uh, Broke Bitch Diner. Okay, and, um yeah, I'm... How are you going to do this? Oh, like, so it's going to be on my day off. So yeah. you're going to have no days off then? Yeah, I'm only going to do it once a month. Okay. I'm going to do it once a month uh, on a Monday. Okay. And... Well, I'm uh, there. Yeah, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm you, so nervous because... You got this. It's yeah. so personal, though. Like, I've never actually, it. like... Um, I feel like it wouldn't be even worth it if you weren't nervous, though. Yeah, like, I have, like, so much shit that I want to do and, like, share with people. And um, I I really just wanted to be, like, you guys just, like, came to visit me and you were, like, a little high, a little drunk. And uh, I just made you the best idea that you've ever <laughs> thought of. And, um, yeah, and then we just, like, talk about it and just hang out. Like, that's, that's literally what I want the vibe to be like. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, um... Yeah, I just want people to hang out, eat some, eat some nudes, and and shoot the shit. Yeah, shoot the shit. You know, in my hometown. So awesome! Make sure you find yourself there. Yes, yeah. please. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for being Thanks on our for show. Me. Thank you for being such a huge supporter of our show for a long Yo, time. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, big time, big Thank time. You. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I can't believe we're at episode forty-one. Yo, thank you guys so much for all the support. We appreciate all of you for all the love and support that you give. Follow us on Sit Down Be Hungry on Instagram. We have a website, sitdownbehungry.club. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Hit like and subscribe. And we got a phone number. Yeah, give us a call. Um, you can hit us up at 415-366-6344 or 366-6-EGG. <laughs> And uh, we actually have... Uh, well, Casey hung out. Yeah, she's still yeah. here. She's still hey. here. And we were just about to listen to our voicemail. Do you want to hear it with us? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Hey, uh, this is Phil. First time, long time. Really love the show. And uh, this question is for uh, Jordan and Amp. Uh, I was just wondering, the lady and I have a big night coming up. What food is the best aphrodisiac? Who is this? Oh, God. Sounds like this guy named Phil. Um, but he seems like he's got a, he's got a big day coming up. All right. Him and his lady. What is this, like a Cosmopolitan quiz? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like hey, from the, the fucking 90s. <laughs> hey, the people call. We got to answer the call. I guess so. Sorry, Phil. Like, that's... <laughs> Phil, air you just, quotes. You just... Phil, you just fucking threw it back, man. <laughs> a special night with the lady need aphrodisiacs. Hmm. What do we recommend? Well, because I feel like there are your stereotypical answers. Like people talk about oysters, right? Yeah. Um, what are the other ones? I mainly know oysters. The thing That's is, the big one. I don't have much input on this because I've never like connected it. I hear about it, but I've never like. Yeah, I feel like it? if you have a, tested it, I guess. I, I really think that aphrodisiac foods are really linked to a person's and experience. Agree. I think I'll it's put also marketing. All it's, right, all right, let's go. I think it's also marketing. No, I think it's really personal. My boyfriend is really into barbecue, and I was doing a guest sandwich at Westburger, and they have a smoker, and I was adjacent to it. So I went over to his place, and he was like, you smell where really? were you? And I was like, oh, I was at Westburger, and he was like, smell like smoke. And he was like, really like, 
<laughs> sniffing me. And I, he was just like, you smell like really good. It's a barbecue. The barbecue. Yeah. Okay. I mean, smoked meat, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I never really thought about that either, but I'm like, yeah, I never. I mean, like, I'd be liking that shit too. So you're, get, what I you're get, saying is barbecue is your suggested aphrodisiac food. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, smoked meat. Smoked yeah. meat. <laughs> I'm going to easily say chicken wings. Like, if you can get down with that, then you know what you're kind of getting into. Um, if you were to get chicken wings in San Francisco, obviously, at Halal Wings Plus. If you were in Sacramento, I would have to say fire wings. I would say wing wings circa 2000. Yeah, very true, too. 11 to uh, 2016. C- CW days? C double days. C double days. Shout out to previous guest uh, Mike Nasa. He used to live around the corner. Those were good. Lower times. Lower Hate Social Club. Yes, um, but no. If you can get down with wings, then I'm into that. Okay, based off of Those science, <laughs> I have zero input because I don't know anything <laughs> about like foods. This show ain't about science. You know what I mean? It's about like, okay, feelings. So we're throwing yeah. science out the window. <laughs> this is all personal. Yeah, that's what, because food's personal. Yo, love's personal. I get so. Yeah. For me, on my, when I had online dating profiles, my shout out to all you fucking poor souls out there still doing it. All the swipers? Dude, all you swipers, I hear you, (laughs) I see you, and I feel you. My thing on there was fried chicken. Like, yeah. Chicken wavelength. Chicken. Like, go eat, like, let's go eat fried chicken or tell me your favorite fried chicken spot. But it's like comfort food. So you have like fried chicken, chicken wings, barbecue. Yeah. Those things are very like, you feel like. That's what gets me feeling good. When you feel comfortable and secure. Yes. (laughs) Open the floodgates. No, I think, Phil, you got a lot of ammunition to work with, man. So So uh, you could use any of ours, or you could think you can go to that deep place and build your own experience. Literally, just food makes you feel that way. So basically, just have a cookout, a two person cookout, (laughs) and you're going to be fucking in there, dude. Hey, guys, this is Atapina, a huge fan of of the pod. I got a food question for you. What the hell was a casserole? Is it like anything you put in a casserole dish a casserole? Like you can just put random stuff in there and get a casserole? What a good question, because actually before Casey started to be on mic today, we talked about casseroles. Yeah. What the fuck are casseroles? I, I, I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. Was this before we turned the mics on? Was this about the Food Network thing, right? This is about food network, yeah. vintage food network, no, we right? Ju- maybe we talked about. We this. just talked about. We were just I know, I talking. I don't know if mics were on or not. I don't know what a fucking casserole is. I didn't grow up having yeah, one. Yeah, if you don't grow up with casseroles, it's it's kind of uh, the first time I really saw them was when I was functional casseroles. I'm going to say not just theoretical ones that you would see on TV or in movies or whatever, but like in the mid when living in the Midwest, I was like, oh, people really make casseroles as like a thing that. They eat, and that sounds so ignorant and like elitist. But I'm like, no, I, I legit, it's, it's did not a, it's live a norm. that casserole it's life. A norm. Yeah, like from my understanding, is you could put starch, meat, sauce, and bake it, and that's maybe some vegetables, and then bake it, and there that's a casserole. My understanding is it, it all goes into that dish, yeah, and it, and it 
bakes and that's yeah. that's the casserole baking right? in that dish i try exactly. to give it that loose interpretation too so for me when i thought of trying to define it that's what i thought as well as long as it's in that dish and it requires the oven yeah then it, it could be a, it's but, a casserole. It, but also but if it doesn't rise because then it would be requ- uh, considered as a baked thing right there's like a, I would, a bakery item. i guess so, does it have yeah. to rise i guess as long as no, it's that just, but it doesn't you just rise. basically want it to cook and bubble but you don't want it to like there's no other science going There's on. There's no l- like leavening of it. It's gotcha, gotcha. Okay. It's not like making like a bread, like a bread pudding. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Is a bread, is a bread pudding, pudding a casserole? Because oh I like bread pudding. Is this pudding. a new trigger? No, 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 no. Because no, 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 well, no, no, no. It's already baked. It's already baked. It's already been you baked. You fucked me up, Casey. It's, it is. <laughs> it's already been baked. You're doing another thing with a thing that's already been baked. I think it's not. I can but it's in that dish. It's in that dish. Okay. And, it's, and, it's, and it's cooking. I'll it's be baked. contradictory too, because when I feel like being a lame pizza elitist, I don't consider Chicago style pizza sh- pizza. I consul- I mean I can agree with yeah. you as but well. I'll call, it's a but lasagna. I'll, I'll consider that a casserole. But I don't know you why. You consider Chicago pizza a casserole? Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Damn. This is like as like, is blank a casserole? <laughs> like what is a casserole? Like, or or this is Damn, a Damn, we got fucked up on this one. See baked mac and cheese. I think it's still mac and cheese. I want okay, it's, it's, maybe it's other name pre- it's, There's a minimum of ingredients. Like, is it just a baked side or is it a casserole? Then, I think it might be a baked side, but if it's in that dish, <laughs> fuck. It's got to be the oval shaped one too, or like the rounded corner one. It can't be like <sighs> a square tin. It's got to. But it's mac and be cheese that- always in that shit, so it must be a casserole. I want to say the difference between the mac and cheese and a casserole is the number of ingredients. Also. Is it meant to be shared? Oh, does it need to be approached? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it meant to be shared? Both are supposed to be shared, no? A cast, but a casserole dish is not a solo dish. Question mark? <laughs> is it? Unless you believe in yourself. I feel like any casserole like dish could be, be a, a personal a casserole. Personal casserole. You... Well, I feel like casseroles are usually a main, is the main, isn't it? Unless it's green bean casserole. Oh, God. My, oh, my God. Uh, I don't even like green bean I'll casserole have, that okay. much. Real quick. It's got to be real good. Real quick. I talked about this, a, like, probably in the teen, teen of, episode. Of this show? Of this show. My sister. So I come from a family of people that know how to cook well, uh-huh. <laughs> besides my sister. <laughs> and... Uh, so she makes this green bean casserole, and it's basically green beans, cream of mushroom, yes. and French but, French fried onions, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh huh. That's always the only dish that has food left at our family gathering. Yeah. So I think that when it comes to like Thanksgiving foods too, is that like there's certain family traditions. Like for example, we did not do. Someone made stuffing, uh-huh. but we always did my fun. Yeah. Okay, like knowing my fun was like our equivalent of stuffing. My family too. We had and, we had both though. It was kind of tight. No, we always had both. I love but carbs like, on carbs. That That's stuffing not- always had shit in the pan because I feel like you made it just to make it because it is what you're celebrating or you're for, there for. It's because it's Thanksgiving. It's because Thanksgiving, even though you know that shit's getting wasted. And like it's going to. That's because so, like it's stuffing in my house is like the first thing that goes. But regular, no, but like, but it's not my fun, that shit is gone. That yeah. shit would, was gone at my own personal Thanksgivings when I make that. At every Thanksgiving I grew up at, it was gone. Green bean casserole, another one. Not, we actually were just into just like vegetables. I think yeah. someone would make green bean casserole. Someone. Well, that was the thing. I was, we I were think, like, hey, you know, you don't cook that well. 
Go buy us a banana cream pie. Dude, Nations. Just go to Nations. Like, Don't try and bake. None go, of y'all motherfuckers can bake. I just had Nations last week. Go get a case of Apple Martinelli's for everyone that can't drink. Like, Damn, dude, you're just, I mean, like, you know? <laughs> as a group of Asians sitting in a room, yes. I've never felt more connected about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Like this might be a whole other episode in its own later. <laughs> Asian do, Thanksgiving. Should we should we should we say now we're gonna do maybe a Thanksgiving special in a yeah, couple months? Let's do oh, yeah, fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do a Thanksgiving Asian special. Thanksgiving. Well, Dude, because that now. was very specific. There's very specific memories that come up yeah. right now. Like Yeah, totally. Where there's like American shit and then there's definitely not American <laughs> shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Asian Thanksgiving should be a great episode. Yes, Alrighty. It's the best. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not just Thanksgiving because I want to say every holiday. Mm-hmm. But I think that holiday in particular, like, just because it's one where the food's supposed to be center like stage. St. Patrick's Day, and my mom not is going making out corned beef and hash, With but rice. we'll probably right. have, have rice. rice. Yeah, my and, family and too. And maybe egg rolls. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I think <laughs> any holiday. Yeah. But it's there's something about Thanksgiving yeah. that's like there's always like the main event, like meat event. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the sides have all of this. Like, oh. I, we didn't have mac and cheese. We did not do mac and cheese. We didn't either, actually. We did not. It was always, like, there's really very little dairy except for the butter and the mashed potatoes. We didn't do mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is something that I love, and I adopted into my own personal Thanksgivings. But, yeah, we did not do that growing up. It wasn't, for my house, it wasn't. Uh, we had it sometimes, but it was definitely not every holiday. It was, like, meat, potatoes, and veggies, some veggies, always, and always potato salad. I mean, I'm sorry, mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes, mashed potato, always mashed potatoes, always mashed potatoes. There was always like corn, always buttered corn at my buttered, house, buttered corn, like, yeah, super, super wild, man. Maybe when we do this special, we should actually cook Asian Thanksgiving together and oh, then yeah. like record while we I just mean, have yeah. Asian. Yeah. So I never go like, home for Thanksgiving and I do a Friendsgiving here. Okay, dude, Asian Thanksgiving, like... Let's make it an event. But, like, bring bring the thing that, like, you remember, like, from... Asian Thanksgiving. From your age. Asian like, mine would a thousand percent be nor my fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll throw down on that buttered corn. Just, like, okay. that dish in a small casserole dish <laughs> that was not... A personal a, That was not dish? baked, but it was just... In the dish. Boiled in a pot and defrosted and yes. put butter Buttered on it. Buttered it, yep. And maybe the peas and carrots, too. I don't know why that was on the table. Oh, we didn't do the peas and carrots. Oh, my I God. It was like that frozen mix, and yeah, it was yeah. just there. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, this is sad. What I can say about Asian, like, Thanksgiving, Asian Christmas, like, in our family, it's definitely evolved. Because, like, Brussels sprouts in the last six years have been present. <laughs> but prior yeah, to that. Because they were just, bo- everyone boiled them before. Prior and now to they're that, Now they're roasted with a bacon vinaigrette. Yeah. I never like, had Brussels sprouts Because someone fucking, like, discovered food blogs. Like, my mom like, loves you know. the Brussels sprouts. So she, now, for the last six years, we've always had Brussels sprouts right. and bacon in right. our holidays. But it I didn't actually, exist before. So I, it don't, I haven't done uh, Thanksgiving with my actual family in a long time for various reasons. and But I've been, co- I've been cooking Thanksgiving dinner or organizing it or having elements of it like fall in my lap since probably like 2006 um so i'm it's it's my favorite thing to stress about over the holidays that's kind of my favorite too and i don't eat anything and i just keep sipping on bourbon and drinking cheap beer and then i like you know taste a little bit to make sure that it's fine and then I just keep drinking and then yeah. I eat 
I might eat leftovers the next day. I sometimes I go through all of Thanksgiving without eating anything. Really? I'll, I've gone through at least four where I've cooked and eaten absolutely nothing that I've made. And I've cooked for like two days. Yeah. Doing it because I'm like, I'm tired of this. And the whole enjoyment for me is for other people to eat it. I totally agree with you. Yeah. It's kind of been my experience too. Yeah. I, I will do at least one day of leftover Thanksgiving, but after that, I can't. Anymore. Yeah, weed is always involved. <laughs> it's always like, mm, well, I could get a pizza, but I literally have a fridge that like can barely close yeah. of leftovers. That's what always trips me out when delis have like that Thanksgiving sandwich where there's the turkey and cranberry. I'm like, how do people want this more than once a year? I know. I don't and get those people. Also, like it never tastes as good. No. And don't put it on Unless, Dutch Crunch. Don't don't sacrifice don't you Dutch Crunch. Don't you fucking dare. Don't don't <laughs> do <laughs> Dutch Crunch like that. Dare. No, I meant don't put that sandwich. It on better Dutch be crunch. on a King's Hawaiian roll. No, I've never been to Aguelo Market. Oh, that place is the shit. Yeah, best that's the one place. Sandwich. That's the one. Pl- Aguelo Market's the one place that gets a pass. Yeah, rather, they they get a pass. I live in your neighborhood. They're Florida. the bomb. They're the bomb. Yeah. Um, or is it a Thanksgiving sandwich? That no, it's just like a regular turkey sandwich. Okay, that's what they're famous for. Gotcha. All right, I yeah. meant like the people that like get excited about it being a Thanksgiving oh, sandwich, gotcha, like gotcha. in July. Those no. are uh, cranberry was not at my house. No, no, my cousin Justin, um, <laughs> he was the cranberry. Wait, is this the like, one that has the uh, bread and cheese essay? No, it's, oh, okay. that's my best friend's cousin. Oh, okay, yeah. another cousin. Sorry, no, my but my actual was, cousin was he from the white side? My Chinese side, family. really? Yeah, and yeah. He, that was his thing. Yeah, no. So I didn't really grow up with my dad's side of the family, gotcha. so I pretty much grew up with all Chinese people and like there's only three of the grandchildren that are mixed so everyone else is Chinese but we're all very very Americanized yeah but my cousin Justin that was his thing it was the the can of cranberry (laughs) was all Justin that's all he had he just brought the can he I mean we were all like bread to eat we were we are we were bred to be eating machines uh-huh. straight up to like even our detriment. And then we're told like, mm, you're looking kind of fat. Yeah. It's like, you know how that goes. You know how it But goes. like, uh, no, but Justin, he fucking loved that shit. I, Did anyone I'm, else? I'm going to go ahead and say that Justin, you probably still enjoy the fuck out of that. Like, I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. Um, but no, yeah, no one else was really into cranberry. They would take like, a, or he would get his own can for him, so for him, a personal and then can. He would get a personal can of cranberry. Oh my god! And then every other, every can of cranberry's personal can of cranberry. Or it was just believe. assumed that he was going to eat like a good amount of it, and so like we just put two out. Yeah, but like, would he do? Would it just be just? The cranberry in gelatin form looking like the can still. And then he'd fucking put on his plate and just eat. I mean, he ate, we we all ate everything, That's but so like, crazy he me. was the only one who really loved the cranberry sauce, as like, as far as I can remember. Like, I remember me not really having a preference about anything. I just, oh, someone always made yams, but that's, you know, because I have that yam allergy. Yeah. yeah. I never. The idea of like marshmallows on vegetables really fucked me up. And yeah. like, even though it smelled like it was supposed to be good, I didn't like it. And I just kind of avoided it yeah. always. Well, Satapana. Um, so that's quite an answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and uh, the, uh, that was a preview of our future show. The Thanksgiving, Asian Thanksgiving special. That's right. Yeah. Yes. No, thank you again, Casey, for coming through. And uh, we'll catch you at your pop-up. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks. I'm, we'll be happy to have you guys. Mm. Dime piece, you got anything coming up? Um, 
Do I? I can't remember. If you don't, it's all good. Not you need to relax. Really. Yeah, you, oh, you wait a minute. Oh. I'm going to do my East Bay debut oh, yeah. of Anchovy Vep at Soul Provisions on the 22nd. Will this be out? This will be out by then. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm going to do street food, but inside. Whoa. So trippy, man. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I, was, I just was trying to be funny. I was trying to go, uh, you know, with your lead. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, okay. Um, as for myself, um, by the time this is out, um, you, if you're in the Northern California area, you should go to Sacramento on Saturday, January 22nd. It's this June, it's, uh, June, sorry. Whoa. Thanks, Juan. And thanks to that mezcal from earlier. Um, our street night market is entering its second year. Um, it got so big, they're going to a third block. And um, Dude, they, they keep making vendor announcements. That video from last year was crazy. I think it was 28,000 people that came throughout the night. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, make sure you get there. It'll be worth the trip. Um, they're extending another city block. And uh, you will find something good to eat there if you know how to food. And even if you don't know how to food, you'll be fine. So you should come through to that. And then after that, I'll be in the Pacific Northwest for a couple of days. So any of my Portland or Seattle homies, if you got some food wrecks for me or want to meet up to eat, I'd be down for that. Um, I think, yeah, that's all I got. I mean, give us a call. I want more voicemails. Please, more voicemails. We yeah. love them. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Later.